It's a beautiful day. Hi there, Alan Ray Enriquez here for another episode of Ray of Light. Join me this episode as we talk about spirituality, meditation, yoga, fitness, movement. Only here on Ray of Light. Hey boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Ray of Light. My name is Alan and today we will talk about codependency. And I've read somewhere it's the world of FOG, fear, obligation, and guilt. How do people manipulate others and how do other people accept to be manipulated so these are the enablers and the enabled as per some terms here and about okay so let me just first share to you from time magazine last october 16 2018 was mentioned here manipulation is an emotionally unhealthy psychological strategy used by people who are incapable of asking for what they want and need in a direct way People who are trying to manipulate others are trying to control others. So, here's the thing. There's this fear, obligation, and guilt. When you are being manipulated by someone, you are being psychologically coerced into doing something you probably don't really want to do. And, I remember... I always remember the Dementors here when they suck the life out of you and you don't feel anything, any hope, any glimmer of light because you're just too weak to even process it. And that is why when I came across the term emotional vampires, This is way back, I'm not sure, I guess in 2008, yeah. And I don't know why that um, year appeared in my memory, but there's a lot of people that do not actually know that they are manipulators. That they are living in a codependency relationship and this is also rooted to the fact that these people might be narcissists and a narcissist wouldn't know that their behavior is out of the ordinary for them based on their beliefs 
based on how they were um, raised. The foundations of their childhood is all about fog as well. Again, just to remind you what fog is, it's fear, obligation, and guilt. And this three are the main ingredients of a codependency um, relationship. So here is a, a guide question. What or basically some indications that you are in a codependency relationship. You focus on other people and their problems. You're extremely self-critical. You feel responsible for everyone and everything. You experience high level of guilt and shame. You absorb others, other people's feelings. You're a people pleaser, afraid of disappointing or upsetting others. You have trouble setting boundaries and being assertive. You ignore your own feelings and needs, possibly numbing them with food, alcohol, or drugs. Intimacy, open communication, and trust are difficult. You act like a martyr, taking care of everyone else, giving without receiving, and then feeling angry, resentful, and taken advantage of. You're a perfectionist. You tend to overwork and overschedule yourself. You can be controlling, nagging, and critical of others. You crave predictability, structure, and certainty. These are the things that indicate you are living in a codependency. And let us just okay. The term codependency is often used casually to describe relationships where a person is needy or dependent upon another person. And in the simplest terms, when one partner needs the other partner, who in turn needs to be needed? Codependent relationships can be between friends, romantic partners, or family members. Often, the relationship includes emotional or physical abuse. So, let us just define what is codependency and being dependent. To be dependent is when two people rely on each other to support and love. Both find value in the relationship. Remember, both. Both parties value in the relationship. Codependency, on the other hand, feels worthless unless they are needed by and making drastic sacrifices for the enabler. The enabler gets satisfaction from getting their every need need met by the other person. So, just reading about it, you realize that most of 
us <laughs> are living in codependency and it all rooted from how we were raised and it all started with a small reward or punishment when it comes to cognitive behavior when when we teach our kids how to behave and I will be reading more about it and how does it affect agency meaning the the ability or of someone to to act on their own so own volition so let me just Agency is defined as the capacity of individuals to act independently and to make their own free choices. And saying that we are living in a codependency um, relationship with our, probably with our family, with our friends, our, our partners. And we tend to... make an excuse for them for making excuses for a bad behavior is a a great signal that you are living in a codependency a codependent relationship and again we go back to the three major indicators of a manipulator it's fear when using that statement when you hear that statement if you love me then you will do this that's guilt um there's also obligation that when if if i give you this 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 x much then you should return the same or more than the amount that I gave you and that's obligation and the fear is would you want me to usually the manipulators would say would you want me to go away would you want me to stop loving you if you don't do this for me and it's so funny that We are numbed to the point of being numb because having no agency at all, um, no free will, and couldn't anymore move because you keep on thinking or considering what would the manipulator or the enabled will do if you did this and somehow we 
couldn't just blame the enabled or the manipulators in this kind of relationship. We need to set our boundaries, the enablers. And we played a huge role in having this codependency relationship. And you have to step back. This is... Why am I talking about this? So, recently, I've... I, I took a spiritual journey and somehow it's not somehow but there's a clarity within me that said I have to set my boundaries I have to prioritize myself and I have to act in a way that there's no guilt, there's no shame of actually deciding, of actually doing um, something without the, their consent, without someone's consent, without someone's approval. And somehow, social media has a lot to do <laughs> with this kind of, of of situation that we see the likes, the follows, the interactions, the engagement as part of our approval that we exist, that we matter, that we are enough. And not doing anything, not seeing or well not actually existing for others that is that is a a, a chronic um, problem with some of us me including me including myself um that at times we feel that because we wanted to be of service to others we couldn't see we couldn't find purpose if we don't have others that we could interact with and I, I thought of of having the solar system <laughs> the sun being the center of the solar system and we are the planets so the enabled the manipulator is the sun and we are the planets that orbit around them and how could we even move out of that orbit <clears throat> of that of that system we need to find our voice once again to call out not just the manipulator but us enabler because there will always be microaggressions in the relationship up to the point of developing this passive aggressive 
approach to the relationship and you feel that the only way to be heard to know that you exist to know that you matter is when you have exchanged words that could hurt or even things that could hurt the other party the other person and you might ask Alan how do you how did you you know got out get out how did you get out of that relationship well obviously I'm not yet <laughs> um, it's more of the, the more that I spent time in my therapy um, this is with a psychiatrist a psychologist and um, my friends who are doing this NLP and theta healing They mentioned this, the, the same suggestion, and that is to rise from the occasion, to lift myself to a higher frequency, and bring them, carry them with me, because we have to also accept the fact that as individuals we also have our childhood traumas our emotional wounds that in time we have healed ourselves in a way that we only know how to and it will take privilege it will take time and effort to search and be responsible to be accountable of yourself to take care of yourself and so what i did was it has been three years 2019 May 2019 when I finally had the courage to step out well not physically but decided and declare to myself I have to set my boundaries I have to learn to say no and it is okay to be shut down it is okay not to be included or not to be part of a circle that you you've always thought that it plays an important role in your life and when you wake up maybe you are emotionally tired because of the FOG because of the fear obligation and guilt that the manipulators have 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 given to you and guess what 
let me just um, digress. These manipulators or these people in your relationship doesn't have to be um, aggressive, doesn't have to be have an alpha personality, alpha type personality, but some use emotional blackmail. Because we'll go, maybe we'll touch base on gaslighting next time. But for now, some emotional vampires do not just attack you aggressively. Sometimes they are master manipulators that they use your emotions, they identify your most vulnerable state. And this is when they use the statement that I'll use the Filipino um, vernacular here. Nakikisama na nga ako sa'yo eh. Nag-adjust na nga ako sa'yo eh. Or in English, I already adjusted my ways to you. So why can't you adjust to my needs? So, there's that assumption from the other party, from the manipulator themselves, that with their actions, with the condition that they will act that way in order for them to get something in return. So, how do you eliminate it? How do you identify it. One is to be aware, to listen attentively on their choice of words because not everyone is there to attack you. So just to remind you, not everyone is your enemy. So given that we are codependents, we have lived a long time with, in, in a codependency relationship it would be a hard time for us to pluck ourselves instantly and it would take time it it will be a tedious process just like any you know um program we need to rewire our mindset and even our choice of words so my teachers would always mention to have a beginner's mind and that is um, what I always hear from my fellow yoga teachers whenever we teach yoga that to have a beginner's mindset and this is this creates a clean slate for everything and we don't go back we don't linger to the past instead of focus on the present do not worry even of the future. Let future worry itself. So it's always, always being in the present. So going back, applying the yoga philosophy, come back to Yoga Sutra 1.1. Because, um, let me just remember if I 
I remember it right Atta Yoga Anushasanam so today is the practice of yoga let me just um, correct myself Atta yeah Atta Yoga Anushasanam and so the practice of yoga begins because of the present state we have to be in the moment every time and a minute that has been lost is lost forever and doesn't mean you have to live in regret you just have to restart and create a beginner's mind next step or next suggestion how do you step out of uh, codependency or how do you step or how do you identify a manipulator a narcissist if you may <laughs> they do not identify themselves as such in fact they do not see any fault at all of their behavior it seems to them that is how they transact to the real world how they operate um, in their personal lives how to deal with people is to give something to get something so there's no more um, principle of the more you give the more you receive <laughs> It's a classic line. But um, you need to identify and you need to re- respect at the same time, forgive yourself of seeing them plainly, of seeing their bullshit, basically. That they create certain statements, they use statements to go back to the FOG to instilling fear to remind you of their obligations of your obligations and to instill guilt and remember when that's why I kept on going back to Brene Brown's what is it with shame the fear of shame or sorry the the fear of shame the the (laughs) how do we become brave out of our shame and this is called empathy we now transition to empathy and because we kept on you know we as an emphatic person empathic there (laughs) let me correct my pronunciation there Uh, (laughs) we keep we naturally attract narcissists we actually um, naturally attract manipulators and again we have to accept that fact because when we keep on on shaming ourselves if we then we go back to the trap of 
being in that program that whatever we do, it's all about the fear, it's all about obligation, it's all about guilt. And when 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 you think of it that way, the problem is there. But it seems that there's no problem for us who are enablers of such behavior. We see them as normal because this is how we were treated. This is how we um, thrive. We keep on pleasing others as we forget ourselves, as we keep on seeing us uh, playing a very small role in a big picture. So, why did, why, why use this topic? It's quite broad, I know. However, I go back to that statement, to my objective of raising my frequency higher while I carry the people that I refer to as the people who also pulled me down. And this is all about forgiveness. While this is this is a um, my process, again, this is my personal process on how I forgive myself for a chance for me to forgive others or to forgive these people that have wronged me. And like I said, not all the time that people who created these microaggressions with you are those with alpha type personalities. Sometimes they are master manipulators they have ulterior motives and you just have to scratch further to see what lies beneath so because of that on my next podcast we will talk about People who hide from their narcissistic behavior by wearing this innocent um, facade because we will talk about personalities of grandeur of those people who feel that they are always um, that people that the world has an obligation to um, to explain to them why they were treated as such and so the next podcast will be about 
sympathy and why do we thrive in a victim game society and this is still in line with this this is still in line with emotional blackmail with the fog fear obligation and guilt and living in a codependency i hope you learned a thing or two from my rambles this has been alan of free of light good morning just listen to another episode of Ray of Light. Join me next weekend as we talk more about spirituality, meditation, yoga, fitness, and others. Only here on Ray of Light.